Well, food prices edge higher in July and we look at the high cost of living protests in Kenya. From over a thousand cities in 126 countries, Care Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial and you can find me at Ruth Adong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC and INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. Kenyans have turned their anger over tax hikes and the cost of living into deadly protests. Kenyans are angry about unpopular tax hikes that the government has signed into law. Despite a court order temporarily halts the implementation of portions of the bill, the government went ahead and increased tax on petroleum products, which has led to a rise in cost of transport and staples. Chach Logutu, analyst for North and East Africa with the IC Group joins us for this episode to help better understand these protests that have been dubbed Mandamano. So, uh, Ruth, on the issue around uh, the high cost of living, uh, to an extent you could say it's a self-inflicted pain by the government uh, in the sense that um, we've been having uh, the budget process uh, for the current financial year uh, there was a public participation uh, whereby the public was involved in terms of their input, uh, more so within the finance bill uh, context. This is now towards the revenue-raising measures. But it was all clear, the writing was on the wall, that most people were not accommodative of some of the tax proposals, which in itself, which by themselves, they had some inflationary bias therein. Uh, talking about uh, housing levying, talking about uh, the doubling of the VAT on fuel from 8% to 16%. Uh, from the public participation, uh, the documents are out there. It was all pointing towards a pushback by the public. So had the government read the mood at that point, probably it might not have led to what we are hearing right now around uh, the demonstrations, the clamor that the high cost of living needs to come down. Uh, but I think that um, initially we've had demonstrations uh, from early as late March. That's the first time we had demonstrations uh, which were orchestrated by the opposition faction. And with time, it some, somehow tapered off when there was the bilateral talks between uh, the opposition faction in the National Assembly and also the government faction of the National Assembly. But once those talks collapsed uh, because of lack of progress, so opposition now called for demonstration. But then it came at a time whereby the Finance Act had been passed. And then you can understand that there are other parts of the country where hitherto there was no demonstration at no point in the past. But right now we could see uh, other sections of the country, which generally tends to be tone deaf towards demonstrations that normally rock uh, the capital city, also coming up, up in arms. So it was uh, uh, most people were piggybacking on the cost of living angle uh, towards the cost of the demonstration rather than what was there initially, which was the uh, which was the clamor by opposition trying or trying to delegitimize the current presidency. So I think the current tone of demonstrations is pretty much a high cost of living. Uh, but the ball is right now in the high courts. 
uh, stage, there's a petition that was put forward, in the sense, trying to uh, address some of the irregularities that occurred within the Finance Act process. So we are waiting to hear what the courts will, 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 will rule out. And the public opinion right now is that the high cost of living might be reduced if uh, some of the tax proposals are reduced or done away with. So, but still, it's upon the high court to issue a solid ruling on the way forward uh, right now that the Finance Act 2023 has been suspended. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Food and Agriculture Food Price Index increased for the first time in three months to 123.9 in July of 2023 from an upwardly revised 122.4 in June, which was the lowest since April of 2021. Prices for vegetable oil surged 12.1%. The first increase in eight months driven by higher world quotations across sunflower, palm, soy and rapeseed oils. On the other hand, sugar cost went down 3.9%. Amid good progress for the 2023-2024 sugarcane harvest in Brazil and improved rains benefiting soil moisture conditions across most growing areas in India. Also, prices for cereals decreased 0.5% due to a 4.8% fall in international coarse grain prices. Dairy costs declined 0.4%. A seventh straight month of declines led by lower quotations for skim, powder milk and butter underpinned by subsidized market activities in Europe during the summer holidays and muted interest in import demand in the months ahead due to market uncertainty of a future direction of prices. Meat prices also fell 0.3%, led by bovine meat. And a quick trip around Africa. The unemployment rate in Morocco rose slightly to 12.4% in the second quarter of 2023 from 12.3% in the same period a year earlier as the number of unemployed went up by 156,000 to one point five four three. Million. Meanwhile, employment decreased by 86,000 to 10.9 million. Among the sectors where jobs were shared were agriculture, forestry and fisheries, but increases were seen in services, industry and construction. The Central Bank of Egypt raised its key deposit rate by 100 basis points to 19.25%, pushing the key rate to 1992 levels high in its August 2023 meeting in a surprise move as markets expected no change. The decision was made to curb inflationary pressures and anchor inflation expectations and the MPC reiterates that the future path of policy rates will depend on the function of forecasted inflation rather than prevailing inflation rates. The uninflation rates continued to be affected by persistent supply shocks increasing to record 35.7% in June of 2023 from 32.7% in May of 2023. The committee will continue to monitor all incoming developments underlying the economic outlook and will not hesitate to utilize available tools to ensure that the policy stance is set at sufficiently restricted levels to bring the Central Bank of Egypt's upcoming inflation targets of 7% on average by 2024, quarter four. Kenya is leading Africa in development of key B2B payment processes, that is, business-to-business payment processes, including the adoption of electronic bank transfers, speed of processing invoices, and payment automation. The latest report by Duplo, a business payment platform, surveyed the opinions of more than 1,200 professionals, with 83.4% of Kenyans stating 
that their payment system was either semi-automated or fully automated. This is where Head of Nigeria, South Africa and Ghana, who are at 79.9, 71.6 and 67.23% are at least automated. However, when it came to the speed of processing invoices, South Africa has a slender lead with 39.93%, stating that it typically takes a day or less to process invoices compared with Nigeria's 39.74%. Furthermore, South Africa leads the way in electronic bank transfers, with 49.1% choosing it as their preferred way to pay vendors, followed by Nigeria at 48.5%, Ghana at 34%, and Kenya at 31.9%. The report also says Africa's B2B payment sector represents a significant yet largely untapped opportunity. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K-Financial. If you have suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K-Financial. And you can find me at Withadong.